Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome to today's podcast from Hayat Academy. I'm Shahna. Today we're going to talk about divine love and pursuit of happiness. We as human beings are in constant pursuit of happiness. But we need to understand that there is nothing other than the love of our creator that can bring us true and pure happiness. Imam Ghazali in his book The Alchemy of Happiness writes He who knows himself is truly happy because the one who knows oneself comes to know God. Self-knowledge consists in realizing that we have a heart or a spirit that is absolutely perfect but which has been covered by dust through the accumulations of passions derived from our body and environment. The essence of oneself is like a perfect mirror which if polished will reveal one's true divine nature. The key to this polishing is the elimination of selfish desires and the adoption of desire to do what is right in all aspects of one's life. Islam aims to purify the heart from the rust of passion and resentment till like a clean mirror it reflects the light of God. So among the things to aspire when striving for tranquility of the heart is loving Allah above all. When we direct our love and our emotions towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, everything else will follow. Our action follows because they reflect what is in our heart. It is liberating because our love is di- directed at the source of all of our blessings and not merely the means. We see everything as coming from Allah because we love Him and think well of Him. We know that everything is for a purpose. As human beings, we love something or someone. We love our families, our friends, our profession, our hobbies, our possessions. And we love all these things despite their temporary nature and despite the fact that they might disappoint us sometimes. To love is an intrinsic part of being human. And because human beings are naturally inclined to love, it is only the love of Allah that can fully satisfy this need and bring peace to the soul. Ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah said, The heart will not find complete happiness except by loving Allah and by striving towards what is dear to him. The love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala should occupy our heart and get total possession of it. And if it does not take it completely, it should at least outweigh the love of all other things in it. Our Prophet said, A man would not have attained faith unless and until he loves Allah and his messenger more than anything else. Shaykh Abdurrahman ibn Sa'di said, Loving Allah alone is the root and essence of Tawheed. This is because loving Allah is one of the great means that helps a person to refrain from committing sins and motivates him in obeying Allah's commands. This is because a person submits himself to the one he loves. The more the power of love increases in one's heart, the more he obeys his beloved that is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Thus loving Allah will be the source of every other love, happiness and success in life. Loving Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is also a consolation at the time of misfortunes. There is a story about Isa alayhi salam that my sister told me. She said that Isa alayhi salam once sees a man greatly afflicted. He had leprosy and he was blind and he was fully bedridden. However, Isa alayhi salam finds the man 
continuously praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and thanking him for all the blessings. Isa alayhi is naturally surprised by this man who is in so much pain and suffering, who is shunned by the world for being a leper and is still continuously thanking God rather than complaining, is praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rather than asking him to remove his affliction. So Isa alayhi asked the man the reason behind this. And the man replies that he is so grateful to Allah Almighty that even in his terrible physical condition where his body is being gnarled to death, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala still kept alive in his heart the love of Allah. That his heart is still full of gratitude that even in the condition when most people blame Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and questions his wisdom, his heart finds solace and comfort at the thought of Allah. That the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is so much in his heart that he is still always continuously praising Allah and thanking him for keeping that love alive and growing in his heart. Isa upon hearing this is so moved and being the compassionate prophet that he is prays to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to allow him to cure this man and thus cures him of all his afflictions. Today, when we see the news around us, there is so much of suffering and pain and in these turbulent times, we find some people who panic and worry and others who are calm and live a placid life, despite being subjected to oppression and violence and even being threatened with exile and death. Because these believers who truly love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are certain that Allah will never leave them without help or inflict a heavier burden on them than they can bear. They are hopeful in their closeness to their beloved. Prophet sallallahu said, Wondrous is the affair of a believer, as there is good for him in every matter. That is not the case for anyone but a believer. If he experiences pleasure, he thanks Allah and it is good for him. If he experiences harm, he shows patience and it is good for him. In the optimistic spirit of faith, a trial is viewed as opportunity to be rewarded for patience. Indeed, hardships often brings out the best in people and triumph can be found in the midst of tragedies. So how do we love Allah? How do we love our Creator? We know that love is an emotion that cannot be forced. Love is not a pretense and it cannot be ritualistic. Rather, its reality is that the heart likes something and is drawn to it. It is an emotion that can only come from genuinely liking someone. You might get used to someone and care for someone, but to love someone is a blessing from Allah and true love for Allah is something which Allah puts in our heart. So how can we love Allah? Hassan al-Basri used to say, He who knows Allah loves him. When we see something beautiful or aesthetically pleasing, it is human nature to grow a natural inclination towards that thing in our hearts. Similarly, when we know about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as He tells us in the Quran and recognize our Creator through His creation, if we truly appreciate it, we will be drawn to it and towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then it will be natural for us to follow the tenets as set by our beloved, which we call as Islam. This love automatically multiplies as we try to adopt the beauty or have a link with the Creator that our heart is inclined towards. 
The love of Allah manifests itself into the minds and soul of a believer. Respecting the commands of Allah and seeking his pleasure becomes an honor and a source of pleasure itself. And such lovers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala becomes fiercely obedient to his directives. This love is then reciprocated by Allah himself who blankets his creation under his gracious protection. Love is a part of the essence of Allah as expressed in the beautiful name Al-Wadud, which is often translated as most loving. Ali bin Abi Talib used to say that I do not do ibadah for the fear of hellfire nor for the greed of paradise, but I worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because I found him worthy of being worshipped. Love of the Creator, according to Jalaluddin Rumi, is a remedy for our pride and self-conceit. Love of the Divine is the physician for all our infirmities, and that only he whose garment is rent by love becomes entirely unselfish, because love is the most brutal ego annihilator. Loving Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala means surrendering your ego, your life, your everything to your beloved Creator out of pure love for only Him. I would like to conclude today's podcast with the words of Rumi on divine love. You think you are alive because you breathe air? Shame on you that you are alive in such a limited way. Don't be without love so you don't feel dead. Die in love and stay alive forever. Thank you and have a great day.